opinions. Well, welcome to the Buffalo Corner, everybody. This is your host, I am Mike. Who am I? I'm just a guy who loves sports. I work with Built in Buffalo. That's my family. But you can find me under my own tree with the King Me Sports Network. Just don't go over there talking no mess about the Buffalo Bills. Because we're going to go rounds. That's a fact. Uh, this is the inaugural show for the Buffalo Corner. Um, so the our first topics are going to be the Josh Allen franchise tag, draft predictions, and live mock draft. So I'm going to go over to the NFL Network and do one of the um, mock drafts. And I'm going to go live with it just so we're – the things that I'm seeing, y'all going to hear what I'm going through and the decisions that I make. Um, we're also going to talk about the similarities between the 90s bills and what else we need to do to get better than what they were. Because remember, they ultimately fell short of the goal four times. Whew. I'm just now getting to the point where I can say that and it doesn't give me the feeling of bowel movements. <laughs> I'm sorry if that was too graphic for y'all, but hey, this is the best time to get to know me. I am Mike, baby. And also the last topic we're gonna discuss on this is the Forest Lamp signing. So first let's get into the Josh Allen franchise tag. Um, Josh has two years left on his rookie deal, right? I wouldn't even be worried about this, but you want to get this guy taken care of because you do not want Josh Allen hitting the free agent market. Because where you think that he may take a hometown discount, Josh is a brilliant man. And the way he's playing right now, it's no telling what he could be offered out there that could lure him away from our Buffalo Bills. So we don't want that. So that's why Brandon Bean and them are even thinking about getting this accomplished now. Now the number looks like it'll be, the franchise tag number looks like it'd be around 27 or 28 million, which would still be a steal considering that the top paid quarterbacks are what 46 to 48 mil Josh could get a 50 million dollar a year deal that is not out of the realm you got to remember he does things that no other quarterback can do 80 yards well Mahomes can throw it yes he can but Mahomes can't also run for an 80 yard touchdown Josh Allen could uncork both of those. I mean, the, we have not seen the best of Josh. We just haven't. His heart is too big. He hates to lose. So every loss is going to be a lesson. Let's get this. Let's get this uh, contract worked out. Now, Josh done said it. You to the franchise tag. It's not good for the team, and it's not good for me, he says. Now, let's get this out of the way right now. Josh is no one's robot. 
he's going to say what's on his mind, clearly. As we can tell when he was asked about the um, vaccine. Now, people are all down his throat about his response. But it's like with anything Josh does or anything a smart person does. He didn't say he's against it. He didn't say he's for it. He said, let's see the numbers behind what's going on with the vaccine. Why would he just willingly put something into his body and he doesn't know what's going to happen, what what's effects it's going to have on him? This is a body that could get him paid $50 million a year and you want him to just throw something in there? He didn't say he wouldn't. He said, if the numbers support me doing it, if, if, if it's healthy for me, I'll do it. If it's healthy for everybody else and me, I'll do it. But if it's not, why would I do it? Doesn't make sense, guys. So we gotta we gotta come back off of this thing where we don't let people say what's on their mind. Um because we are so hurt about the things that have happened in the past. Those things happened, and we're doing our best to rectify them, but to shut people's to go around shutting people's mouth for them, that's not going to work because then you're never going to know people's true feelings. They're going to start masking and hiding and being in the corner with stuff. And then that's when the real damage gets done. So enough of that. Let's get back to that franchise tag number. 28 million. Now, why is that not good for the team? Here's why. If we franchise tag them, it shows we're not willing to go the extra mile to pay our top players. We have to be willing to show that here in Buffalo. We have never been a draw for free agents. But one thing that will draw any free agent is if they know they can get paid and then they can come here and win. So you take care of winning when you sign Josh Allen. But you also take care of league-wide perception. Two birds, one stone. It's a hefty stone. It costs 50 mil. But the returns, Super Bowls, big-time free agents. Winning, winning, and more winning so that us fans, because that's what we are. We're just average fans. I'm not an expert, and I'll never, you'll never hear me claim that. I don't care how long I'm doing this, what level of acclaim I get. I'm just a fan. I'm just a fan here on the Buffalo Corner. Y'all come talk with me, man. We just hear opinions and facts intersecting. All right, let's get to the next topic, draft predictions. First, let's let's get this out of the way. My prediction is that, that if um, ETN, Williams, or any of the top corners are gone, we get out of that 30th pick. That 30th pick is valuable. The GMs have this thing that they rate the um, by a, their – the round picks by a point system. 
and it would take the I think I think the first round pick at number 30 is 600 points, I believe. Second round pick at that same spot is 284 points. So it would so if we traded that, we could get two picks in the second round. Um we could get three picks in the third round. I mean, we could it's it's real valuable. And so this and the reason why that in some drafts, that strategy just doesn't work because the drafts are really top heavy. The talent is at the top, clearly. And you start getting into the third and fourth round and you can't find those gems. Well, we have Brandon Bean as a GM. He leads the Bills scouting department. And that scouting department scouts. They do their job. They comb through the haystack. They find needles. Dan Morgan, he's out there, y'all. He's out there. That man don't stop. He's going to be a GM one day. No doubt about it. So there's diamonds in the rough that we could find. Because in the end, it's not about the names, y'all. It's about the production. Production, production, production. We get stuck up on the names. Like, I love ETN, Travis ETN. But could Kenneth Gainwell do about the same? That's the question. I'm not saying they can, but if they can, and you can get Gainwell in the third or fourth, why keep that 30th to get ETN? Get rid of it. Get your Gainwell, and then get somebody to block for him. Because maybe Cody ain't it. Maybe Forrest ain't it. Although it's hard to believe that neither one of those guys can open a hole. I'm sorry. One of them two is going to be clearing a way for our running backs. And we ain't going to be the destitute of the league in the running game anymore. As long as Dayball gets a little consistent in his play calls. You got to get a little more balance. Even when we played the Patriots last year. We ran the death out of them, didn't pass much. And then we never ran again for the whole year. Like, we don't have to do that. I know we're game plan specific. I know da 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 da. But them game plans could not have called for being so inconsistent running that ball. Was it our line? Was it our running backs? Was it a mix of both? Use this draft to find out. We're using this free agency to find out. If you draft somebody that has vision and speed like ETN and he can't find a hole, guess what? It's your line. They ain't ready. Get someone else in there. Put me in the game, coach. I'm I'm sold that we can find that we can fill our holes and make ourselves a better team. I mean, we've already made ourselves a better team. Think about this, guys. We went 13 and 3 last year. We were in the AFC Championship game. Now, although that doesn't really matter, 
that is a measure that we're somehow around that area of of excellence still. I don't think we're falling off any table, right? So what was some of our problems? We had O-line issues. We had a lack of depth at linebacker. So without this draft at all, just by looking into Brandon Bean's free agency, have we gotten better? Let's take a look. We signed Terrell Adams. That gives us four guys in the top 50 for tackles. Terrell, Tremaine, Jordan Poyer, and Teron Jackson, Johnson. Albeit Teron's way down there, but for a nickel corner, he's pretty high. Now we have a linebacker that has more tackles than the machine, Jordan Poyer. And don't get it twisted, folks. Jordan Poyer is a machine. He don't stop. The man, the man may be a gorgeous man, but he hits like a demon. He is our best tackler. Our safety cannot be our best tackler. What are we trying to do? Take this back to the Dante Hickner days? Well, we see we ran him up out of town with that. So let's get into this draft so that way we can ensure that our linebackers have space to move and holes to fill once our tackles have done their job instead of making them meet at the next level every single time. We got to get better there. Oh, yeah. And we got Star back. You can't tell me that's not going to help us a little bit. Star is one of the most unselfish defensive tackles out there. He will literally sacrifice what we see in the stats to hold to, to hold the gaps so that people can do their job. So people can do their 111. Man, I'm telling you, the sky's the limit for this team. Let's get into this draft, guys. I know y'all waiting for it just like me. So we are the AFC East, we're the Buffalo Bills, and I'm not going to do seven rounds because, no, you know what? I am going to do seven rounds because we do have seven picks. We just got rid of our fourth round, but we have two fifth rounds. So let's get into it. Let's draft, y'all. Round one, you all know I have not done a simulation yet where Trevor Lawrence was not the first guy off of there. Hmm. I see some of our guys are gone. Ooh, Etienne's gone. Followed by Harris at 21. Then Newsom, that's my guy. Then Quiddy, Owasu. So 
Russo's gone. Zayvon Collins is gone. Jason always gone on the 29th pick right before us. So here we go. Pick 30. I have three offers for this pick. I can get Green Bay. They're willing to give the 62nd pick next year's second overall pick and next year's third overall pick. You guys, that's value. The Bengals are willing to give me 38 and a second of next year, but they want to take my 161 first pick. I'm not willing to give up that 161st pick. I believe we'll get we'll get a guy there. Let's write that down. The 161st pick. Let's see who we get with that pick. The Rams are willing to give me the 57th pick, the 103rd pick, and the 2022 second round pick. So which one's which did a better deal out of that? The 62nd? 57. And I still get that second and third from Green Bay is looking real good. But this year is a year I know I've got guys in that top four rounds that I need to go grab. Because guess what? We got to pay Josh. So some of these guys got to come in and do their thing. Because once you start having to pay a QB at top money, free agents, is that's going to be a little bit hard for them to get paid. So we're going to have to draft right. So that way, when we do have to pay another free agent, we can afford to. And it's not out of a necessity. So what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and take that, the Rams 57th pick, their 103rd pick, and next year's second round pick from them. And we're going to give up this pick 30. And then we're just going to close our eyes. Don't look at the board, y'all, because, yeah, we're going to see some guys, some guys going. Javante's gone. Melifola, Afetu, you know, Kelvin Joseph's gone. That's my guy, Kelvin Joseph. Asante Samuel Jr.'s gone. Kadarius Tony. Oh, boy. Basham's gone. Uh-oh. For the 57th pick, we have two more trade offers. I can get the 63rd pick in Casey's fourth of next year, but I have to give up 236. I don't want to do that. I can get give up the 57th and get pick 62 and Green Bay's fifth for next year. Guess what I'm going to do, folks? Trade it. Let's do it. Oh, I could have had Elijah Moore. Oh, that one hurts. Aleem McNeil's not, now gone. So now at 61, I'm being offered two more picks for that. Denver Broncos pick 71 in the 2022 fourth round pick. Or Detroit's 72nd pick in their fourth round pick of next year. Hmm. Hmm.
Got to go ahead and pick now, guys. Let's see who we can get. Let's see who's on our board. Rondale Moore is still out there. Joe Tryon, Rashad Weaver, Jordan Smith. But keep in mind, guys, guess what? I have the very next pick as well. So do I go edge, then defensive tackle? Do I give me a cornerback? Let's see. Elijah Molden, scrappy. Paulson Adebo is there. Trill Williams from Syracuse. Ambry Thompson, the athletic freak. But guess what? I've got two guys that I like at the cornerback position that I really like. Trey Brown out of Oklahoma at 197, ranked 197. And Kerry Vincent Jr., the nickel cornerback from LSU at 199. I don't have to take – I believe these guys will still be there. So I don't have to take a cornerback right here. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get real big up the middle. There's this 6'6", 330-pound big cat that's still on the board right now. Ranked 117, Tyler Shelvin, who opted out. I'm getting him. Sign me up, coach. I'm grabbing him. And then I have one trade offer. Now for the very next pick, they want me to take, the Rams want me to take their 88th pick and a third round from next year. But I can't do it because I got a plan. You know how the Bills like to come at us in waves, come at their opponents in waves. Well, guess what? I'm going to take Marvin Wilson. Now imagine I have Marvin Wilson, Shelvin, Ed Oliver, Vernon Butler, and Star. That's a real crowded room. Somebody's going to get beat and somebody's not going to make the team out of that group. We went from being ran upon to now I don't believe anybody can touch us. And I'm not doing any more trades. Reject. The Giants offer me the 116th and next year's fourth for this 93rd pick. Hmm. 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 What would y'all do? Tell me, guys. I'm rejecting it. Let's see. What do we have at tight end? Uh, Brevin. Oh, Brevin Jordan's still there. So is Tommy Tremble. I'm not. And that is where I stop at tight ends. I like your boy. I like McKinney, but I'm not drafting them. These two are the only ones that I would draft. Well, let's see what. Ooh, Gainwell. Gainwell's still here, but he's the top. He's the best player available. 
Let's see. Jordan, actually, Jordan Smith is the best uh, player available. Then I have Christensen at tackle, but I don't need a tackle. Dwayne Eskridge, the speedster. Then Brevin Jordan, Kenneth Gainwell. So what it comes down to, do I need that speed and special teams out of Eskridge? Do I grab Jordan Smith off the edge? He's 6'7". He's 240, I believe. He runs a 4-3. I'm not sold on his pass rush skills, though. Brevin Jordan to come in at tight end two or three. Kenneth Gainwell, the speed back. There's speed at wide receiver I can get later. I'm sure of it. I filled my defensive one. Uh, I filled my tackle spot. I'm good there. I still. I feel like I can wait around on my cornerbacks, linebackers. I feel like outside of. Oh, McDuffie's there. Errol Thompson. I like him. Monty Rice is still there. Hmm. Well, are they valuable at this pick? Patrick Jones is still there. He got dominated at the senior bowl, but hey. Hmm. We definitely gonna go offense. And guess what? Tommy Tremble is the guy I gotta take here. Tommy Tremble. And also there's Deontay Brown still here. If his foot, foot speed was a little bit faster, that big man, oh, my God. But guess what? They were coming down his lane to stop the running backs in the backfield at the senior bowl. Oh, I saw you, Deontay. I was high on you. I'm not so high anymore. So I'm going to go ahead and go. Let's, let's go ahead and take – Brevin Jordan, the the tight end out of Miami, six threes, the John Wallace type. When let's see, maybe Tremble is still there at one hundred three. Oh, the Ravens want to give me the hundred and fourth pick for in the two hundred and tenth pick. Now, guys, the pick that I want right here, because I love to double up is Tommy Tremble. The Ravens are offering me the 104th, which is the very next pick. But you know that they love tight ends. Should I gamble? Oh, I'm going to play with the fire. I said I wasn't going to accept anymore. I got to go ahead and do it. I'm playing with fire. Take the trade because I get two for one and one pick later, and I might miss out on Tommy Tremble, but I did get Brevin Jordan. Let's see. Except and I did not miss out on Tommy Tremble, but the Saints want to come in <laughs> and offer me pick 105 and a sixth for 104 and pick 236. Uh Saints gotta reject you there. The Bengals want to offer me 111 and 149 for pick 104 and 174. 
Hmm. You know what? Because, because I believe in the depth of this draft, I'm going to accept this offer. So they get my 104th pick. I get the 111th pick. They get my 174th pick, but I take their 149th pick. Accept. Let's do it. We in business. Now I got to wait and watch some good guys come off. But remember, I'm not worried because this class is deep and I've done my homework. Let's we'll see what we're at. Let's see. Oh, Amir Marset, Smith Marset just went off the board right before me. Oh, okay. Let's get back into this player pool. Let's go wide receiver here. Now, who watched the senior ball? I watched it. Cade Johnson was uncoverable. A guy who went to a small school and wanted to prove that he was the real deal. And he proved it. He beat every cornerback there, every single one. If I wait, I probably can wait. So what I'll do here, I have not addressed the running back issue. Jarrett Patterson out of Buffalo's there. Tuba Hubbard still there. Ramondre Stevenson. He is he is something to me. He's big. He's a powerful, sort of fast guy. Yeah, he's the best player available right now. I'm going. You know what? I got Knox. I got Brevin Jordan. I got the guy they signed from Seattle. Now I have a crowded, competition-filled tight end room. I'm going tremble here. Oh, I did it. I did it. It's done. Can't go back now. Can't go back. We're crowded at tight end now. Now you have to perform or sit. There is no, we got to throw him in there. We don't have no other choice. Our, our next guy there has an ankle foot problem that we're paying his doctor bills for, but he doesn't play ever. That's no longer our problem. Now we have a run, a, a tight end in Tremble who blocks his ass off. Let's keep it going, guys. Let's see where we're at. Let's see what picks are out there. Oh. <sighs> No more Patrick Jones, no more Quincy Roche. Oh, the Raiders went and got Marquez Stevenson. You know how they are about speed. 
Seth Williams, Ravens got the, the big body receiver, Anthony Schwartz. Oh, boy, Anthony Schwartz to Green Bay. Oh, it's my pick at 149. I took Tremble. I can now grab Kay Johnson. He's too valuable here not to grab. Now, what positions have I not addressed? That is our cornerback position. Oh, man, my guy David Moore. They're going to get him. They're going to take him. They took him. Did they take him? Is it my spot yet? Oh, 161. Remember pick 161, guys. Remember when I said I needed that pick because I could get somebody quality. I am going to grab us a Mack truck of a guard in David Moore. We missed out on the Tevin Jenkins sweepstakes. David Moore is an athletic freak. David Moore will turn the defensive tackle whatever way he wants to turn them. And whoever's behind there is going to get some yards. That truck. Now, we got him. Whew. I'm feeling good about this draft. Y'all tell me how y'all feeling. Write me something. Write me something in the comments or something. Tell me how y'all feeling. I'm feeling real good. <laughs> Let's see. Where do I pick next? Ooh, Carrie Vincent and Trey Brown are gone, guys. They got me. I didn't address what I needed to address, but I have a pick at 210. Let's see what's here at uh, cornerback. Shamar Jean Charles, Elijah Griffith. I'm going to keep scrolling. Is there a name that I like? Gotta go edge here. There's a guy that I absolutely love. A nice thick body guy on the edge. A Ed, Ed Oliver type on the edge. And we do need something from the edge from when Jerry needs a break, when Epinesa needs a break. This guy, Teron Jackson, y'all are gonna love here in Buffalo. Grabbed him. We have one of the biggest lines now. That is a fact. With the pressure that's going to be applied to the other team's O-line, 
Levi Wallace is going to look like a number one corner. Oh, and it's my pick again. This is the 213th selection. I have the 236th pick as well. And so I only have two picks left. I have to go safety here because there is a guy that's going to be a game changer, guys. Brings all the energy necessary. And he can sit and learn because remember, who did we get rid of? We got rid of our depth, our quality depth in Dean Marlowe, who went to the Lions. But I'm going to fill that with a name not everybody knows. But I know him, and I know what he can do. Paris Ford out of Pittsburgh. Out of Pittsburgh. Welcome to Buffalo. Ooh, Tamar and Terry. Chris Rump, that was a good edge guy. Now, our last pick is far at 236, guys. This is our last pick, and I'm telling you, it's far from irrelevant. We have the safety, Israel Mukwamu. We have the safety trade Norwood still on the board, right? We have the edge rusher Malik Herring out of Georgia still on the board. Loudermilk from Wisconsin still on the board. Mustafa Johnson at defensive tackle to Daryl Slayton still on the board. Lorenzo Neal Jr. still on the board. So when I say, guys, at the seventh round, there's still elite talent out here. Why not get more picks with that number 30? When we see what's left, let's see if there's a speed guy I can grab at wide receiver. Since I grabbed the slot guy who will tear you up, why not? Hmm. Y'all will recall me earlier on my Facebook page, Iron Mike Smith, talking about TJ Basher, 6'6", rangy, throw it anywhere around this guy. We don't have a 6'6". We don't know what Hodgins is right now. Why not bring in some more competition? Also, there's a center tackle guard. 330-pound man, Jake Curhan, offensive tackle out of Cal that I really like. Or do I bring in a running back? You know what? I'm not going to bring in a running back. I want to bring in somebody that I figure might not choose Buffalo that I still think I need when it comes down. Because remember, this is seventh round. These guys are going to be on the phone 
offering deals to some of these guys to come come play with them. But there's one guy that I don't want to want to get away. This guy's six six. I haven't seen him. I've seen him make highlight catches. This wide receiver out of Texas Tech, TJ Basher, ranked number 342. Man, I'm not going by these rankings. I did my own work. That's what Brandon Bean is going to be thinking. Oh, TJ Vasher may not be his guy, but he's definitely did his own work. He knows what these guys are about. When all we may have known is these guys' names. So when we see a guy that we don't know, don't get mad. Go check them out. Do your work. See what Bean saw. Remember, they don't got to be the all world. They just got to fit into our system to make us better. That being said, TJ Vasher makes anybody better in the red zone. Boom. That's my last pick. So we're going to wait to see these draft results, and then we're going to go over a quick rundown of who I picked. Quick rundown of why. And then we'll get on to the last topic of our uh, podcast today, which is the Forest Lamp signing. Okay. So with the number, remember, we traded out of the number 30th pick. So our first pick, we drafted the big cat, Tyler Shelvin. And then we went and got the biggest cat, Marvin Wilson. We also had Brevin Jordan to address our tight end issue. We have tight end Tommy Tremble, who can also run the ball since we did not get a running back. Then we went out and got Kay Johnson, who may be the steal of the draft in succession to Kobe Easley. And then I went and I grabbed us David Moore, guard from Grambling State, just in case you don't know. Go check him out. And then you will understand why I did not grab a running back. Because this whole time, I have a feeling that our issue was at that guard spot. And if it was, David Moore solves it. Now we have Matt Breda running 22 miles an hour through a hole. Meet him at the end zone. As simple as that. Devin Singletary, Mr. Contact Balance himself. He won't run away from you, but he'll juke you to death. Meet him in the hole and miss. And then we even have our guy Moss. Zach Moss, meet him at the second level and get your ass run over. It's simple as that. Next pick we had was Teron Jackson. He's the prototypical McDermott defensive end. Since 2008, these are the kind of guys that McDermott likes. They got a little bit of pop, but mostly what they do is push the pocket. They affect the pocket. Two seconds or less, you may not get to the quarterback. It's not about that anymore. It's about tearing down that offensive line so that quarterback does not feel comfortable at all. And he misfires. And then he throws picks to our hyped-up Paris Ford that we got with our 213th pick. To Tredavious, to Levi, to Teron Johnson, who we know is big time. 
And then at wide receiver, we got our small guy who you can't cover. We already had one of those. So now we doubled up. We had Cole. We had Cade. We have Gabe Davis. We have the route guys in Emmanuel Sanders and Stefan Diggs that add more speed than you think. But who's our 6'6 guy? Oh, we got him with our last pick, TJ Vasher, everybody. Go check him out. Not only did we get, we filled every need, we got a second round pick from the Rams. We got a fifth round pick from Green Bay for next year. Guys, we did it. We did it. Now, you may not agree with exactly how I did this because if I had to do it again, maybe I wouldn't double up on tight ends. Maybe I wouldn't have Brevin and Tommy. Maybe I would go running back because at, at the point where I had Brevin, I could have got a, a, a different running back of higher quality. But guys, we don't run the ball that much and we got three running backs and now we got tight ends. Our quarter, our tight end room is full. Our defensive tackle. You guys, just say this with me. Ed Oliver, Star Lutalele, Tyler Shelvin, Marvin Wilson, Vernon Butler. Who's getting cut out of that group? Vernon? Vernon played well for us last year at the end of the year. He's coming to compete. Somebody good's getting cut. TJ Vasher has a potential to take somebody's spot. Somebody good is not going to make it. Paris Ford is that guy, guys. He's going to get some time this year, even with Williams. I mean, even with Hyde and even with Poyer back there. He's going to get some time. Him and Dane Jackson used to do their thing at Pitt. Oh, y'all remember Dane, right? So that's why I didn't really go too heavy on the corner. I missed out on the corner. But guess what? Bean's done his homework. Bean knows the diamonds in the rough. There's guys he's on the phone with as we speak because the draft is over. Now let's talk about this Forrest Lamp signing. Look it up a little bit. Let's see a little bit of the numbers. See, I see some teams wanted him. Minnesota wanted him. But we got him. He was a second-round pick. 2017, four years ago. Two of the years he didn't play. His whole rookie year was a wash, ACL injury. Who else had a leg injury that the Bills knew about that their our front office had help in drafting? Wasn't that Darrell Williams? Isn't he one of the top tackles now? That we got at a bargain? Yeah, Bean did that. Maybe he knows something about this lamp guy. Maybe there's something to this outside of this forest lamp guy coming to Buffalo and trying to sell us these $219 lamps. Bro, that ain't going to work here in Buffalo. We work hard for our money. You might have to bring the price down a little bit. This ain't, this ain't California anymore. Bring the price down and we got you. Because I need a Sequoia lamp. What is it? A, a Sequoia lamp? That's what it is? So we got him on a one-year deal. He's only 27. He's competition. And remember, I, 
I got in the draft, I got David Moore, we got Cody Ford, and we got Forrest Lamp. These guys all move men. Now they're going to compete to move men. You don't think there's going to be holes to run through now? Oh, yeah. These guys want to make the team. Now we don't have to play Ike Bakker in the AFC Championship game. What a luxury because Ike's sort of good. But is he Super Bowl ready? We got another year to find out. And he's going to have to compete to get back up to this ladder with these guys. So we got to see. I'm just a man on the corner talking Buffalo Bills football. And if y'all enjoyed this, check out the Buffalo Corner every Saturday when it drops. Be here with me, man. I'm going to do this for y'all. I'm just an average fan. Facts and opinions. Seamless intersection. I'm Iron Mike, y'all. I'm out.